I'm Zach, and uh, fuck it. I'll be the first one to say someone got indicted. I'm Ben, and I have not been indicted. Good, good. Yeah. It would be kind of weird to host this show with you behind bars. (laughs) That'd be kind of interesting, though. I wonder if people do that already. There's, like, prison podcasts. I mean, cereal. Is that a, is that what a, that is? Kind of. I mean, the person who produced it was outside, but they did extensive interviews with someone who was inside. Oh, okay. Lots of phone recordings and all that. So, yeah. I mean, if you want to try, you could get incarcerated. Well, I can't, I got to think of a good crime then. I know one. <laughs> Um, what's that? Involving executives. Oh, yeah. Burning down houses. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't say it on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh, fucking shit. Welcome back to your favorite coaster sucks. March is almost over. Holy shit. Yeah, that happened quick. Right. Although I feel like that happens every year. March March is just like a weird month in general. I mean, we're inching towards the season here in Chicago and probably you in Denver too, right? Kind of. So this is the time of year where it just, it'll either dump like two feet or it'll be in the nineties. Yeah. We're in that time of year in Chicago where um, it's 60 today, but it rained like hell last night. So it's muggy. Yeah. Yeah, it's not fun. Uh, although I did see a bunch of this season is fun, though, because all the parks are like opening their shit or testing it like uh, that one in France, that Intamin coaster. At oh, Park yeah, Astrid. yeah. That shit looks crazy. Kind of looks like uh, Pantheon with more forces. Yeah, it, it looks like Pantheon and a little bit like Velocicoaster. Yeah. Like, maybe even more like Conda meets Pantheon with the stall from Velocicoaster. Yeah. And, uh, see, I wonder if any of those are going to open here. When was like what I was thinking about this? When was the last time Six Flags built a traditional roller coaster? Dr. Diabolical's cliffhanger. I suppose that kind of counts. I mean, like um, just like a standard like chain lift full length train in hyper with inversions. Well, now you're adding a bunch of shit on there. <laughs> Well, yeah, 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 I guess, but like, um, I don't know. They had that like Eurofighter phase and they like did those, uh, I mean, whatever. I don't know what I'm I saying. I mean, it's definitely since like before the pandemic, West yeah. Coast Racers, maybe like December 2019, which was supposed to be a lot fucking earlier. Yeah. I guess in general, just like non gimmicky coasters, just like a traditional, like classic coaster. I mean, they did a lot of those RMC conversions. Yeah, true. If those count, 
think that's probably the closest to like a quote unquote traditional standard sit down roller coaster. Like as you're talking about that we've gotten from Six Flags, but that it seemed like what about half the parks got one of those for in the 2010s? Um, almost. New Texas Giant, Iron Rattler, uh, Goliath, Wicked Cyclone, Twisted Cyclone, Twisted Colossus. Yeah, so maybe like not quite half, but six or seven. That's Yeah, the only that's ones cool. that are really missing are Six Flags America, Six Flags St. Louis. Right, Roar, Boss. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny how you can you can even like think of a oh Medusa in Mexico too, yeah, um, and then what Laurent and Monster. So each one that doesn't have one has a coaster that would definitely fit. Oh shit, uh, Joker at Discovery Kingdom too. Yeah. So we're up to like nine. That's almost one a year for the whole decade. So I guess really thinking back on it, like our uh, Six Flags went pretty hard on the RMCs during the two thousand tens. Yeah, and I mean it's it seems to pay it off. But um it's kinda like when they built all the B and M's in the two thousands. Yeah. Yeah, I mean obviously I think it's just uh things are, you know, trends kind of cyclical, if you wanna say. At least they didn't clone the RMCs like they did with like Batman. Yeah. The RMCs just clone themselves. <laughs> Copy, paste. Um, all right, so here's a question for you. Do you think that Anton Schwarzkopf fought for the SS? Um, <laughs> I don't have any information either way. Yeah, it's really weird because if you look him up, there seems to be a pretty big gap between like 1920 to 1950. <laughs> so maybe if he didn't fight, maybe he was just like a a quiet supporter. I I was thinking maybe he worked for you know B and W or or Volkswagen, yeah. BMW or Volkswagen or something. Not. Not to say they weren't participating, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there probably were a lot of weird engineering roles in that time. Okay, Here, here's a project for those of you history buffs out there. Why don't you find out how many points of connection it'll take to get to connect Anton Schwarzkopf to Joseph Mengele? Like the Wikipedia game? Sure. But I meant more directly. Like, show me, like, oh, you know, Schwarzkopf worked here, and uh, this place developed this technology that <laughs> the angel of death himself used. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You know, it's a good episode when we get into the potential of uh, your favorite roller coaster designer being a Nazi within the first 10 minutes. I'm surprised no one's really gone that deep on that topic. Well, you know what? And that's the thing. I'm here to say, wake up, sheeple. <sighs> Smell the coffee. 
Speaking of Schwarzkopf's, uh, did you see the picture of Mindbender getting thrown in the trash? Oh, my God. I'm, like, bummed that I'll never get that credit. I'm kind of relieved I never have to go to that mall, though. Yeah. I'm upset that I don't have a reason. I'm actually kind of upset I don't have a reason to go back up there. Like, uh, uh, it sucks. Yeah, like, cause there's, there's some, other, like, there's other things I need to visit out there. And now it's like without that coaster open, it's, it's just kind of, I don't know. It's lost its flair. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, they're going to build some uninspired fucking infinity coaster or something. And they'll be like, well, no, <laughs> I bet it would be, um, maybe they'll buy like a used Gerslauer. Even that's what's, what's funny is like, even if they did like a Takabisha clone, which obviously I don't think it probably wouldn't even fit, but like if they did something like that, it wouldn't even be that good. But if they did something like monster at Adventureland, then it might be okay. I mean, that ride is really fun. But I wouldn't, to me, something like that would not, I'm not like, yeah, let me fly or get myself all the way to outside of Vancouver, or not even, different fucking territory altogether, different province and all that. Let me, let me get myself to, uh, shit, what province is that in? Alberta. Fucking Alberta. Yeah, to ride one roller coaster. (laughs) And I know I should have fucking did it when I had the opportunity to go with you and our buddy, but uh, there is a spinner there and a uh, like one of those. Uh, it's either Zaire or Tivoli, one of those like super long train ones. Yeah, but that's like, how much does a credit like that? How much is it really worth? You know what I mean? Like when you boil down the whole tr- cost of a trip. I mean, it depends on how fun the overall trip is. Like, I don't know. It depends on what, what else you do. But, I mean, the mall itself, I mean, it's different than Mall of America. But it is very similar. Like, it's still just a big mall. And with slightly different like, stores. I like the mall for about an hour. Or however long it takes to walk around the whole layout. Yeah. But I'm not big into shopping. I like doing a lap of the whole place. And maybe stopping in one or two stores to browse. But after that, I'm like, I don't know. Let me hit the food court and I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So it, there's not really a huge appeal to having a giant ass mall to me. Whereas like, I don't know. I'd rather, I'd get probably a lot more satisfaction, even though the cost would be higher, out of going to hunt down Olympia Lupin Bond. Yeah. You know, just being a ride in the same category for all intents and purposes. Like, yeah, it'll cost me more to get to Germany and whatever, but like versus going to a mall with some kitty coasters, you know what I'm saying? Well, hopefully it's, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm hoping that it's decent, but I have a feeling it's going to be a pretty lackluster ride. I would almost guarantee it's going to not even go all the way up to the ceiling. It's really too bad they blew the opportunity to buy Kumara. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Because the layout is pretty similar, right? Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much, yeah, it's pretty similar. Although Mindbender is, was a lot bigger, just in size. Right, yeah. And then, like, Zonga was four, right? Four what? Loops. Um. Or was that also a triple? That one might have been three. Okay. Because I knew that one was, like, a different layout and the loops were like differently shaped and stuff and different sized. They were, um, they were two circular loops and they were side by side. So okay. it was almost, it was almost like going through a corkscrew, but the tracks were like parallel to each other. So it was like, one, yeah, it, was like one, right. it was like one continuous like circle loop for two loops. Yeah making it completely impossible to make it in roller coaster tycoon, no matter what you do. Yeah. 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 Some of the, that was always kind of funny with recreations. Um, whenever somebody would upload a recreation on like theme park review or one of those file share sites. And I remember being all excited. It's like, Oh sweet. Like this is a recreation of, you know, whatever. And then you download it and it has all those like awkward, like, straight section pieces with the I think my least favorite thing about recreations is when you have those giant hills on let's say a wooden coaster and you have to use a bunch of the 45 degree angle pieces yeah (laughs) (laughs) or like it would be like the steep up and then it would switch to the 45 degree angle but like for an annoying amount of time yeah where like the hills ended up looking like weird fucking like mushroom arrows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I love I always loved in Roller Coaster Tycoon though that you could put a lift chain section anywhere on the hill like that. Yeah, I mean that actually uh I mean I think there's one example of that in real life on that um Togo looping coaster in Japan. It had like a separate chain? Um it was just like four booster tires. At the very top of the lift hill. Weird. Yeah, I just liked that you could just put one little section of chain, like, because, you know, like wooden roller coasters, some of the old ones would have like random anti rollbacks at the tops of hills. Yeah. But like literally, that would just stop you at the top of the hill. (laughs) Whereas like you could put the section of chain and then it would be like, oh, no valley. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like did a deep dive on Marcel Vaz's channel recently. It's amazing how that guy is able to push the mechanics of the game to its limits. Yeah. It's like, um, like all the, I like the calculator one a lot. That was crazy. I'm like, so are you like a data scientist or something? Like what? (laughs) Um, I think he said he studies like computer science and AI. Um, Not surprising. Uh, one second, Mitch and Craig call me. Sorry, one second. Okay, Ben's taking a call. Uh oh. So, um, real quick, I'll uh go ahead and put in a plug for our meetups coming up this year. First of all, Six Flags Great America in June. We will be there, June sixteenth through the eighteenth. Um, we hope to see you all out there. It's going to be a blast. Um, if you can only make one day, 
make it on the 17th because we are recording a live podcast that day as well as we will be in the park. And on Sunday the 18th, we will be going to Mount Olympus in the Wisconsin Dells. Yeah. So, um, death traps and all that fun. Now, we got some another meetup planned September 15th through the 18th. We're going to be up in Northern California. We're going to be visiting Six Flags, Discovery Kingdom, California's Great America, uh, Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, possibly Gilroy Gardens. Um, it, that's going to be a blast, you know? So, uh, plan on being there. Hopefully, we'll see y'all. And, uh, of course, that does also mean we're doing meetups at both Great America Parks this year. So, going to want to be there. We also heard that, uh, you know, obviously the news is out that California's Great America is going to be closing at some point in the upcoming future. Um, we don't know more detail other than it'll be within the next nine years. So, uh, the sooner we all get there, the better. If you haven't, this is going to be a great opportunity to come on out, hit the park. I haven't been there, so I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, oh yeah, episode three of See the Carousel, The History of Great America, is out today, same day as this podcast was uploaded. Um, you can go ahead and find that everywhere where your favorite coaster sucks is available under the name See the Carousel. Um, we are talking on this episode about the first few seasons of Great America being a Six Flags Park. A couple additions there, uh, you know, Shockwave. It's a big one, Iron Wolf we talk about, first ever B&M roller coaster, and a couple other uh, major additions that happened in that time as Six Flags navigated the ownership of Great America and turning it into a bona fide major thrill park. So definitely go check that out uh, on whatever app you're using to listen to Your Favorite Coaster Sucks. Go find See the Carousel. Got episode three out today, and uh, there's six episodes total, so we got three more to come out. I think that's nice. all yeah. we got. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh that's all the plugs we got. So um Ben, exciting news. Uh, RE Force One, it's opening at Fun Spot Atlanta. I saw that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah, I've heard okay, so honestly, all the reviews I've heard so far are super positive and I've heard at least one person say it's the best RMC in America. So okay, there's that. Isn't there like a different designer for this one too? I think so. Yeah, because Shilky's retired. Yeah. The second half of the ride after the stall looks pretty cool. Yeah, it, especially um, the low to the ground stuff. Yeah, it, it does one of those um, like quickly banking barrel roll things, almost like the Maverick Heartline roll. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks it looks cool. I definitely, you know, want to try it out. I, like, it makes me wonder though. Like, what the fuck has been going on with RMC coasters since the pandemic? As in, like, what they've been doing? Well, Iron Guazi had a two year opening delay. RE Force One had a year opening delay. Huh? Has yeah, there been any other RMCs since, like, since the pandemic? Uh, stunt pilot. Yeah, that's right. Did that one get delayed at all? Um, I don't think so. I think that one opened pretty much on time, but it was, I think that was the one that was already pre-built. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Wonder Woman at Magic Mountain. Yeah. But that was a clone. Jersey Devil. And Wonder Woman were clones, but Jersey Devil, didn't that have some delays opening? 
Um, I thought that was intended to be post pandemic. I don't remember if that was actually delayed or not. No, it was supposed to open in 2020 was delayed to 2021. Okay. So every RMC coaster that isn't a clone since the pandemic has had some sort of delay. Not to to mention just general uh, fuckery with like lightning rod. Right. I mean, also like, I know we're going back almost 10 years here, but like Goliath at great America, all the delays with that opening. Yeah. Remember when it started on fire? Yep. Remember when Colossus started on fire? Yeah. I'm yeah, man. I don't trend. Know. It's seriously, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I heard ben, that rumor. There's, 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 your that. To, there's your cue to go find a RMC and burn it down. <laughs> no. <laughs> Remember the rumors of the uh, RMC employees doing meth? Yeah. There might be some validity to that. Yeah, uh, that was Mr. Modern Life himself. <laughs> right? I think he's the one who uh, started that rumor. And I'm guessing he was trying to go somewhere that he shouldn't have been. Guaranteed. And got called out for it. And then just got pissy. Yeah, well, these construction workers are doing meth. <laughs> I'll build my own theme park with hookers and gambling. In fact, forget the park. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that reminds me. I got a. I was at a shop in my neighborhood, and I found a patch. It's Bender saying, "Bite my shiny metal ass." Nice. So I had to buy it. So that one will be on the jacket for the meetups this year. Yep. All right, we got some other news here. Titan Track has been installed on Boulder Dash at Lake Compounds. So now it's not a steel coaster, or wouldn't I don't know. It's not a yeah, roller coaster. I think, I think like okay. So now that Titan Track is the thing. That category of actual hybrid coasters is expanding. Yeah. Kind of the the hill we were prepared to die on when we first started this show. I think it's it's kind of finally coming around. And now at this point, the classifications don't even really matter. No, they don't. We're just cranky old men. Yeah. But that's the thing is like, okay, if you've got a section of steel track on a wooden coaster, then in my mind, how is that not a hybrid? Yeah. And that that would be the same kind of hybrid that like um Topper Track is. Yeah, pretty much. And like, um Yeah, I mean like people call the like people call the RMC coasters hybrids, the like the like the Titan Track one or not whatever. You know, the, like I Zadra, bet, yeah. like Zadra is like a hybrid, which is fucking stupid. Cuz I don't know when we started concerning ourselves with what the fuck supports are made of. Yeah. Like seriously, when did that happen? Well, then there's a whole like Gemini and uh, Cedar Creek mine ride kind of thing. Right. Or like the Coney Island cyclone. Like, so that opened as a wood coaster and then gradually transitioned into a hybrid. Like what the, what? (laughs) But I mean, for those of us real fucking nerds, I think this just raises another point of contention in the wood v steel v hybrid category. <laughs> wait, 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 really quick. I have an idea. Okay. A chat GPT segment where Ben Shapiro complains about coaster classifications, a la in the theme of like gender politics and gender identity. I like it. I think there's some legs there. 
no, a wood coaster cannot be a steel coaster. A wood coaster is a wood coaster. Wood coaster is assigned wood at birth. (laughs) Here's the problem, though, is that when you apply that filter to it, we're technically on the wrong side. True, but... (laughs) Although we're talking about inanimate objects, so... (laughs) Right. (laughs) Although not according to that uh, 1001 Knot woman. Right, or um, the top thrill dragster. Oh, right. Uh, Look, no judgment. Certainly not shaming here. I wonder what they're doing or how they're doing with this whole uh, dragster revamp. They're probably excited, I would assume, but I don't know. Is that the equivalent of like, yeah. I'm sorry. My window is open and there's just garbage trucks driving by. (laughs) Fucking city union workers. It sounded like the bus that was outside of my apartment in Seattle. Every like five minutes. I miss the bus. <laughs> so I watched a POV of Thriller just now. It has foreign versions. Thriller? At Elitch? The uh, Schwartz oh, Zanga. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it was four. Yeah. Yeah, because I like remember this weird funky picture where it was that double loop thing you were talking about, but I thought there was like another one next to it. But it came later in the ride or earlier or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it basically does a half loop and then it's it's like a turn. Like if you were to cut the second half of the loop out of the ride and place it flat, it would just be like a bank turn. It looks really weird. Yeah. And didn't that only operate at Marine World at the time for like two months? Um. Well, so it was at Six Flags Astroworld for... A little bit and then they moved it to marine world and then premiere i think did a makeover on it or like oh, a rehab up. yeah damn it premiere well i mean fucking coaster of the ss88 right <laughs> so um interesting update here we were talking about earlier getting the plug-in for the california great america meetup and you know the park is going to close within 10 years but at this point nine years right nine years within nine years so it may not even make the full nine i think there's a lot more speculation that it won't however there's now a rumor that they may be adding a zamperla windstar z or windstars is that a flat ride yeah apparently there's like a construction wall up at the park and stuff huh which is interesting I'm definitely excited for the meetup, September 15th through the 18th, or 17th, whatever. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be funny if they got a new coaster, too. Right, if they ended up getting that Giga or Hyper. Yeah, but also, like, they do it, like, the year before they close the park, just to throw everybody off. (laughs) To get people to come work. They're like, no, no, see, we just built the new ride. Well, we were talking about Dragster, and I don't know if you heard this, but a big-ass triangle was discovered between Iron Dragon's second lift hill and Topville Dragster's previous unload station at Cedar Point. See, the only thing that people haven't done yet is go on to um, Google Images and see if it's a direct line from the station to that triangle, because that would give it away. 
Because if it doesn't line up, it, it might just be like a weird sewer drainage ditch. Right, or they could be putting a pump in or something. Yeah, because I know um, I don't I don't remember whose video it was, but they were talking about they were ripping up the land underneath the launch track where the queue line was to add a some kind of sewer system. So it would be funny if this was all just like a sewer system. <laughs> like, I'm not like I don't totally. Here's the thing, right? Like I, I think a spike is possible, but I don't really think. I haven't quite bought into it yet. Well, and that's the thing is like at this point, it's just a big ass triangle. Right. Like, yeah, there's land clearing happening, but it's in the middle of a retention pond. I'm going to find out right now. Okay. There's dragster. Okay. So it it would have to be right up. Okay. That's literally dead center in line with the launch track. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. I mean, look, it's still possible that it's not for a spike. Oh, I, I mean, true. The, um, we'll see. I mean, I also think that if it is a spike, they would do 500 feet. I'll use a theme park. I'll use a theme park prediction model here. And why would Cedar Point add a spike if they're not going to go to 500 feet. Well, what if they just make it like 457 feet? Yeah. Which they could do. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe they're not even concerned about, um, I mean, really though, what are the chances of a park other than Cedar point breaking 500 feet? Real slim. The only other ones I could think of that would even attempt it in my mind are Magic Mountain, Great Adventure, and maybe something in like Saudi Arabia or the Middle East. But they already have the world's fastest coaster. So I don't really know if they're super concerned about building, you know, a a super tall coaster, you know? Yeah. So let's see. It's 240 feet behind the launch point. I'll buy into it. Look, the other thing is like, I know that some of that area had been used for haunt. Yeah. I think Blood on the Bayou was the name of the haunt that was there when I remember walking through it. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and say it's possible it could have something to do with, you know, making that haunt more permanent. I'm not saying that's what I think it is, just possible. It's going to be funny to see, um, like, after Cedar Point's opening day, how many pictures of that triangle there are. Yeah, it's like the Bermuda Triangle. It really is. Don't drop your fucking cell phone in there. (laughs) (laughs) One thing, though, too, is, like, with the spike theory is I don't know if they would do a spiral. I kind of hope they don't. I kind of agree with that because there's already a spiral on the ride. Yeah. Like I'd rather just have like a vertical spike where you get that pure free fall and you can just look down at the ground. Or you know what? Like one spiral, but it's really drawn out. Yeah. 
Because, like, yeah, the animation I've seen, people are predicting it does, like, three rotations. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that doesn't seem as much fun. If it does, like, one lo- like one really drawn-out rotation, that could be cool. Like, a little more like um, like what Wicked Twister did. Yeah. Also, the color schemes in some people's No Limits recreations are pretty bad. Yeah, that purple is... Uh. <laughs> well, I, I do want to pose this question to our audience. What the fuck do you guys think is up with the big ass triangle? Um, you can let us know. Uh, preferred method is on our Discord, which you can find the link in the episode description or at linktr.ee slash yfcs. Join our Discord there. Or you can email us at your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. Or shit, leave us a voicemail. 312-572-9552. 312-5RAW-5LA. Uh, I'm genuinely curious what you guys think about this whole dragster thing now. I do think one thing that is certain, though, is that they're going to put trims on the top hat. Maybe. I feel like if they're switching to LSM it'll probably have a more controlled, you know, rate of speed. Yeah. But all the, all the intimate top hats now that they've been building, all have, all have, uh, trims on them now. Yeah. But so far they haven't been doing any actual work to the top hat. Well, if the rumors, right. They're going to rebuild all the track, but I don't know how true that is. Yeah. We're going to have to wait and see. Cause yeah, one of the animations showed the the launch track having a bunny hill as well as the, track track after the top hat yeah which will be interesting certainly now here's some shit that happened this week i was really interested and blown away by fucking uh the former reedy creek improvement district now the uh central florida tourism oversight board has essentially had their power stripped of them in a last minute move by Disney right before the board was formed. I still don't, I still haven't fully followed the story. So what they were about to hand it off and the contract they handed off had this. So the last thing, one of the last things that the board did before it went to go uh, to the legislator to have the new board installed. One of the last things that the Reedy Creek improvement district board did was vote on not exactly a dissolution, but a, like a transfer of their powers. Yeah. Basically. So that like all of the stuff that they did other than the very basic, like maintenance of infrastructure roads and such was transferred back to Disney. Okay. Because <clears throat> I think this is obviously a highly political move in situation uh, and politicized. So the, the, the deal is I think the governor expected to be able to put this board in, in place of Disney's and have control over Disney and Disney did this to prevent that from happening. Right. And the interesting thing is this was all done publicly. So they had to announce it via the newspaper. It was open to public comment and so I think part of the <laughs> part of the thing now is, you know, 
the governor and this board of his uh, that of his appointees has essentially been caught with their pants down. Right. So they have signaled that they will be hiring outside counsel who happen to be uh, previous college roommates of the governor and assess a $795 fee per hour to fight the terms of this agreement. And my guess is that they're going to spend all that taxpayer money and not have a whole lot of recourse directly because they failed to meet the public comment stage. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's going to be an ongoing war for the next couple of years. I mean, they also signaled that they want to take it to the Supreme Court. And it's like, okay, but you don't just take something to the Supreme Court. You have to go through every other court. (laughs) Yeah, right. Fun drama. Right, yeah. And I I know all of our listeners are well-informed. You don't just take a law case of any kind to the Supreme Court. It's the ultimate appellate court. So you have to appeal every other court beneath them for for even to be considered to be heard by the Supreme Court. And then there's a chance that they might not even hear your case. Right. So, and bureaucracy, especially in America, tends to move at the pace of a turtle covered in molasses. So this is going to be going on for quite a while. But in the meanwhile, <laughs> Disney's got the upper hand. And I, <clears throat> I'm, I'm guessing that's where it's going to stand for a bit. Yeah, most likely. I don't really see all that much. Um, I don't know. That's the thing. That's the thing with like politics now is like the hype and build up to all this stuff is like ten times more than the actual event when it takes place. And that's what I'm saying. It'll be there's, there's nothing sexy about a court decision being handed down. Yeah. You can spin it any way you'd like it, but yeah. <laughs> Brass tax legal shit is really boring. <laughs> well, it's kind of what's happening in Idaho with that their whole um, abortion trafficking law. Where Yeah, and what, at least four or five of the state um, senators are filibustering everything. Yeah. And it's not even something that really has a lot of grounds. It's basically the law says that if you drive someone over state lines to get an abortion, it's like the same. It's it's basically like the same charge as like a felony murder. Like you trafficking, you basically trafficked a murder, even if it didn't take place in the state. Wow. Idaho really hates women, huh? Yeah. There's also a fun one in Wyoming where Wyoming wants to ban the sale of electric vehicles and the use of electric vehicle charging stations in the state. Dude, that's like not even an oil producing state. No, it it is. They're they're is big it? On, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wyoming's big on oil. Was it like refineries? Uh no, uh drilling. Oh shit, they extract up there? Yeah, yeah, pretty quite a bit, um, and and coal. That's basically like Wyoming's entire Wyoming's like real use as a state is just like a natural resource state. Fucking unions, yeah, dude, politics suck. Anyway, let's move on. 
we got an interesting question from our buddy Lunarus on our Discord. Which, by the way, please, again, join the Discord. You can send us questions or would you rathers, which we always like to get, because those are fun. So, uh, big thanks to Lunarus for sending this one in. He wants to know, what is your craziest story from The Gap? I'm going to have to think about my craziest story, although I'll talk about the craziest story from The Gap. Yeah, what's that? Um, for obvious reasons that I think you, Ben, will understand and any of our previous gappers, I'm going to be vague about the details of this person, but you may recognize the story where this individual would, um, have a lot of like, how would you say like low key hookups? Um, and they would share a lot of their stories in a particular thread. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. So there was one in there about this person going to have a hookup. And I forget if it was them or the person they were hooking up with. But somebody ended up with, like, shit on them. And they had to use their socks to clean it off. <laughs> <laughs> you, you remember that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that one definitely stands out as a crazy gap story. <laughs> Wasn't there, um, I mean, see, when I went to the gap cabin or the Gapza, like there wasn't nothing really that crazy happened, but wasn't there like an infamous Gapza story of something that happened at the cabin? I mean, when I was there, the cookies grabbed my ass, which was uncool. Yeah. But I think he did that to everybody. Which, to be fair, makes it way worse. <laughs> Very uncool. Yeah, he tried to grab mine, but I was pretty... That was weird. I was talking to somebody, and he came up behind me unbeknownst to me. Like, he was kind of, like, just walking through. And it was like, uh, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, but that's not really a crazy story. That's just, like, harassment. Right, yeah. See, I think in general, the what was crazy was whenever people were about to leave or take a break, they would always post like a topic, and it would be like multiple paragraphs. Oh yeah, always. And they would like air their grievances and just like kind of give a few like last minute jabs at people before they left, and it is always super dramatic. But then what was funny was like, usually whenever the topic was posted, no one would re truly respond to it. They would just say like in before the lock as many times as possible as if like no one cared. It was actually kind of funny. Yeah. People definitely had their fucking drama. Like there would, there was no shortage of gap drama. No. And I'm trying to think here. Like it's not so much crazy stories as maybe like, crazy people <laughs> yeah uh like i'm thinking about again i want to be a little vague here let's just call him eggy you know who i'm talking yep. about yep yeah who seemed relatively normal um but then definitely was not he um yeah and he would have like crazy episodes i don't know what it was about 
just like the last minute lashing out at people before leaving. It was yeah, always like, it was like a manifesto. It was just like, fuck you, blah, 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 I hate you. Like, by the way, I think you're fat. And like, you always do this and that. Like, fuck you. By the way, uh, so-and-so, like, you're a piece of shit. I can't believe that when we were at that park last year that you did that and you still talk to this person, blah, blah, blah. You never defend me. (laughs) And then, like. Yeah, the pettiest bullshit. I don't know how it is that everybody would quit the gap and it would turn into that scene from fucking Half-Baked. Yeah. We'd be, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) But that was pretty run of the mill, and that would happen like every four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. And everybody on there was like late twenties, early thirties. Yep, and took the shit way too seriously. Yeah, I feel like maybe you and me and John and people at our age at that time were the only ones who were acting appropriate for our age on that forum. Yeah, pretty much because we were like eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Yeah. Everybody else, yeah, like you said, was like mid-20s to mid-30s. And now as an adult, I'm like, there's no way I would get that caught up with some internet bullshit. Yeah, and that what was funny about it, too, is like how no one else really cared. Like people, I mean, everybody kind of put their entire life on there. It was almost like a everybody's like personal journal. Yeah, very rarely yeah. people ever actually <clears throat> replied or read to other people. Some, so like someone would post like a super dramatic topic and then people would just like basically post memes and in before the lock and just like jokes or copy pastas. And then it would, the the thread would get like 50 pages, but like no one is actually replying to the original person. Yeah. It would divert into some like conversation about, Oh no, that restaurant like outside of universal they had really good spaghetti, but like the garlic bread was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like, this is a thread about the fucking BME Pain Olympics. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know what else I liked on the gap was the circle of death. Um, what was that? They didn't do it. They didn't keep it up forever, but like they used to have it where every week they would take two non posters that had zero post count. And make them defend themselves to keep their account. Oh, okay. Yeah. And most of the time, neither one would show up, so both would just get deleted. But occasionally, one would show up, and it would be interesting to see them be like, no, no, I really want my account. (laughs) And and a couple times, both people showed up. (laughs) And it'd be like, no, fuck that guy. (laughs) So I thought that was always pretty fun. I feel like Bobo was on that at some point. I think he was. I also remember Colin Coon was. Yeah. Because I remember like texting him being like, dude, they're going to delete your account. You better go fight for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I mean, oh, and lots of dick pics. Yeah. Frankly, too many. And it was one of those. Holy shit. My fence is about to blow down. Oh shit! Uh, what? Well, you want to wrap it up then? Uh, yeah. Holy shit! Dude, All right. Well, yeah, we'll I, do. I, I beg your yeah, we'll do the quick wrap up. 
thanks a bunch for listening, everybody. Uh, you know, hit the Discord. Meetups coming up. Six Flags Great America in June. California's Great America in September. Get on our Discord. Uh, email us your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. Thanks a bunch for listening. And until next time, your, your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster sucks. sucks. <laughs>